I miss this song. Me too. Such good posture in that. Until this neck brace comes off, and then my head's just going to be like all over the place. <laughs> yeah, you're going to literally be a bobblehead dog because your neck no, can't hold like up your head one anymore. Of those, um, car, car sales places, yeah. guys. Is, is Lauren ready f- to like have to cradle your head like a baby all the time because you can't hold it up on your I own? I'm just going to have to like hold it with my hand. <laughs> It's like in what? the Princess Bride when he's yeah when he can, when he gets yeah. all the life sucked yeah, out of him. He can't control his body. I've been getting some sun though, so it's like my neck's gonna be super white with a sunburn around this feeding tube hole. Yeah, and then it's gonna be like elongated. Yeah, it's a good look. Yeah. For a second, I was like, "Wait, what? You have to get a feeding tube?" But <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I can't eat right now. Yeah, it was yeah. a misunderstanding. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. So, uh, welcome everybody. This is featuring Jeff Goldblum, uh, and and honestly, today is it's featuring Mr. Austin Armstrong back from uh, from some pretty terrifying injuries yeah. uh, recently. He was mostly dead. Mostly dead. Mostly dead. Mostly dead. Yeah. But here you are, revived. Here I am. I, well. Yeah. Most. Mostly. Yeah, mostly. Right. Ish. You're mostly alive. Yeah, I'm still held together with some things, but. Yeah. Some scotch tape. He's, yeah. he's got a, a pretty good uh, robot mechanism up there holding, mm-hmm. holding his neck and to head together. Yeah. This robot mechanism holding my head on my shoulders is working. You're a cyborg. Yeah. Yeah. You're a cyborg. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. The <laughs> prodigal son returns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm here too, Tyler. Uh, Janine's over here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> What's your faces here, too? Thanks. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It's been a long time. Uh, we missed a lot. Jurassic Park is on, on the way. way. Yeah. We've, all, we've all done a lot, Just a too. couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't been doing much, but... Well, I mean, you flipped a truck. That's a lot. Yeah. And you get a break after that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got a little vacation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. Lots of video games. Lots of sitting. Lots of TV. Mm-hmm. Lots of food. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound terrible. No. Until you're in a neck brace and it's like 95 degrees in your house. Yeah. yeah. yeah that. <laughs> That's rough. All right. Where are we uh, jumping into? Oh, yeah. You guys want to just jump right into something? You probably should. <laughs> okay. Well, where, where uh, do we begin? Janine, you probably heard about this. Did you hear about the bus they found at the Goodwill? The bus at the Goodwill? The bust. Bust? No. Yes. A bust of a head. Yeah. So there was a, a treasure hunter, Laura Young, was looking uh, in a local Goodwill in 2018. And uh, among those shelves of, you know, knickknacks and random ass things, there's this like pretty hefty marble bust of, of a young man. Uh, I think it was a young man. I think it was a medium aged man. Yeah. And by medium, I mean middle. Uh, yeah, straight-faced man uh, mm. uh, with a thirty-four ninety-nine price tag on his cheek. So she bought it, uh, and she took it to get assessed, and it turns out um, it's 2,000 years old. Wow. It came from ancient Rome. It was purchased in the early 19th century by a Bavarian king and uh, got looted from Germany sometime after World War II and ended up at this Goodwill. <laughs> so it's like, I hate this thing. So this priceless icon was uh, $34.99, which is a local Goodwill. How much, it, what's it worth? <clears throat> uh, it's priceless. Wow. So is, I she, is she keeping something. it? I, th- I think it, it's... Uh, or is it going back to Rome? I think it went to a museum. I don't know if she got any like finder's fee or anything for it, um, but it just goes to show you, everybody... Check your local Goodwills. Yeah. There I, may be something in there worth a lot more than you think. Hmm. I found something valuable at Abbott's once, and I can't remember what it was effing called. Look at me trying not to swear. But they had... It's like a little charm thing that would hang off the end of a Japanese coin purse back in like way back in the day like forever ago and um, it was they were 
a sign of wealth and stuff because they were very intricate little carvings of things and they would depending on how big they were it was weighing out how much coin you had in the purse over your like belt wouldn't, wouldn't that just like make you a target for thieves well i mean yeah. it's like a Ooh, that's thing. a big charm that's probably how it ended up in abbott somebody's just like oh great <laughs> it was a social status thing you yeah know? like we wear rolexes that makes you a fucking target i suppose People yeah we'll still yeah. do it yeah but I found it at Abbott's, and I had it looked at, and I bought it for $5, and it was worth, like, I don't know, a lot more than that. And it's old. It's old as fuck. Like 2000 No. 600 Maybe, like, 100 years old. 100 yeah. All right. It's mm-hmm. good. Older than me. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember what it's called. But if somebody wants to figure it out. Yeah, what the little charm is called? Mm-hmm. It starts with a T. Are they? What are they made out of? It starts with well, a T. like bone, huh. mm-hmm. or clay, or interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. All I know uh, after looking at this is that Lucky Charms made a bunch of people sick. Did you hear about that? Uh-uh. Not so lucky. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lucky Charms are uh, are uh, notoriously poisonous instead of magically delicious i guess they got in a lot of trouble uh like hundreds upon hundreds of cases in like a short amount of time of people getting sick so don't eat the marshmallows right now uh let's see that's scary because i've been eating lucky charms oh yeah don't you go back to your frosted mini wheats or whatever all right you know what we're gonna do it's been a while we're gonna jump back in with a little little five of the world Catch us up on a lot yeah. of stuff we missed. You heard about the Lucky Charms thing. So how about this craziness? Ready for this headline? Metaverse company, that was uh, formerly Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, offers immortality through their new live forever mode. What? Live forever <laughs> mode. Is that for real? This is for real. Is this, this is... Black Mirror? Are we living in Yeah, Black pretty Mirror? much. So, uh, Somnian Space, uh, a company underneath the umbrella of Metaverse, is working on a way for people to talk to their loved ones after they die. Uh, all it requires is a massive amount of your own personal data. So, basically, um, this guy, Seachoff, uh, the CEO and founder of Somnium Space, uh, had his father was dying, or his grandfather was dying, and he decided he was thinking about, you know, how how people uh, move on, what memories he'll keep and whatever, and so he decided that instead he would come up with something called Live Forever Mode where uh, people's movements, conversations, all of their data, as well as an avatar of themselves that looks, talks, and sounds just like you would be able to continue on so people could continue to have your deceased loved ones around as basically like a Star Wars freaking hologram image oh my God. that you can have conversations with that has like this artificial intelligence so many levels it's like uh upload what's upload uh when you die they basically upload all your memories or personality data and you live in like a ai yeah universe. that is yeah. what it is but that's like you know there's the san junipero episode of black mirror where they do that and it's a beautiful episode i think it won an emmy or something Mm-hmm. And then, and then there's the one with Domhnall Gleeson, that ginger actor, Irish actor, and uh, it's where he dies, and his wife like keeps getting voice clips of him on the phone, and they collect all his data, and then they make him into like a cyborg and send him to her, and then yeah, that's probably like yeah. phase two. Mm-hmm. Phase one is like a hologram yeah. that you can talk to, um, but it like. Is so creepy because she sleeps with him once and then she keeps him in the attic for all eternity because it's like uncanny valley. I love that. Yeah, <laughs> she tries. She wants to throw him off a cliff, but then she feels bad. She wants to throw him off a cliff. She just like the first one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I thought I got rid of him the first time I threw him off a cliff, but he came right back again. This damn fucking guy. That's cre- uh, that's a little creepy. Pretty wild, right? So how do they gather all your personal info? You just have to offer it up. Like they'll they'll do video things with you. They'll take all your personal data. They'll take your voice. They'll take pictures of you and your looks, and they'll create your avatar that is you. That it basically scans your whole thing and then takes a bunch of data of you over years. 
But then you, it's not you. No, it's just artificial intelligence. It's just for everybody else. Yeah, it's, it's for, for people that can't handle loss. Yeah, but you have to handle loss. It would be a good idea, yeah. yeah. This is not a good idea. This is how Terminator... This is like a different way. We're, we're taking like 50 different paths to eventually still get to Skynet. Like, we're just... <laughs> we're we're just, on the way. Like, we saw the one way and we're like, yeah, we're going to do that anyway. But also, I have like a bunch of other ideas that'll also make robots kill everyone. <laughs> have you seen that meme where it's that scene where it's Linda Hamilton? Is that her? Yeah, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton, yep. It's Linda Hamilton holding onto the chain link fence when the kids are swimming back and forth. And it says, not a phone in sight, just living in the moment. <laughs> and it's right before the explosion happens. <laughs> So good. <laughs> oh, so I got more crazy shit for you. This has been it's been a wild time to be alive. Uh so I guess uh Starbucks does and this isn't about just first off, just since we mentioned Starbucks, uh congratulations Santa Cruz Starbucks for getting into a union and mm. all the other Starbucks now joining those unions too, all across the United States. Good on nice. you. Starbucks yeah. is still fighting it hard, but it's a losing battle for Starbucks as more and more mm-hmm. groups are joining on and bringing that momentum forward. Boom, boom. Yeah. One good thing for the world. Part two, a little weird. Uh, Starbucks charges an upcharge for non-dairy milk, but not regular milk. Mm-hmm. So like if you're getting regular milk in your coffee, no charge. But if you want any other kind of milk in your coffee, there's like a surcharge up fee. But don't you know why? Well. Or you're going to tell me why? I'm not going to tell you why. Oh, because I'm going to tell you. I know why, but carry well, on. go for it. No, you carry on, and then I'll chime in. So, do we know uh, James Cromwell? He's no. from Succession. He's also uh, he's the farmer in Babe, ah, yes. the owner of Babe's yes. Pig. Now I know. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, actor James Cromwell and some other members of PETA. Uh, I guess Cromwell, some sort of honorary director of PETA now or something. After Babe, they're like, you will mm. fit yeah. perfectly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going to do great. You're great with all the animals. You're the only guy who can talk to them. <laughs> so they staged a protest uh, at a Manhattan Starbucks where he went inside uh, and then <laughs> super glued his hand to the counter and refused to leave until they stopped uh, surcharging for non-dairy milk. Whoa. Well, that kind of backfired. Did he come with a way to get his hand off the counter? It doesn't seem like it. No. Uh, it started trending on social media. Uh, it got a menagerie of praise, but mostly babe jokes. Menagerie <laughs> of praise. Yeah. That's a good uh, one. A lot of, a lot of uh, yeah. that'll do pig. <laughs> a lot of uh, bar ram muse from mm-hmm. the crowd out front. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so 13,000 customers ended up coming to uh, praise Cromwell while he super glued his hand to the counter while he kept asking, will you stop charging for more vegan milk when we stop raking in huge profits while animals suffer, basically. <laughs> they, uh, they were unable to do any work that day as he was glued to the counter yeah. and uh, a huge crowd just gathered in front. I guess there's photos somewhere too and a lot of, a lot of babe quotes all over the internet. He's become a new meme now. Uh, so James Cromwell. <laughs> yeah. Good on you, James. Good on you. And the surcharge thing. Okay, so what I've heard, what I've been told, but who knows if it's actually true, is that okay, so yes, dairy milk because of cows, etc., they're ruining it's ruining the fucking earth. Like right. you know, animal products, etc. But almond milk and other nut milks are even worse. <laughs> Because they take up so much fucking water. Oh, I've have heard this. Almonds yes. are like one of the Almonds gnarliest the, water one of the wasters. Gnarliest water wasters, and so there's a surcharge because of that. Because it's actually really expensive to make nut milk, and so it's like there's something in the process where because it's in a box, etc. Like you buy it in a box, you know, like right. those, and and then they can make it cheaper for the customer. Because now you can get almond milk for like five dollars instead of eight. You know? Yeah, which is and amazing because everything else is wildly expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's because it's a big water waste. It is. A, I remember mm-hmm. hearing that as a huge water waste. Mm-hmm. Which is like, you know, this is what I heard, but like also fucking Starbucks. Like, <laughs> are they really that conscious of yeah. it? Yeah, no, they just want to take advantage no. to charge more. Yeah, they just want to charge more money. Yeah. It's still, I still love that breakfast sandwich. <laughs> you know what is a really good breakfast sandwich? And their cheese Danish. And a caramel macchiato. 
In that show yeah. I was listening to earlier today, too, they were talking about some breakfast sandwich they're going to have. And then I was just craving a breakfast sandwich. And I opened the fridge, and all I have is like the really hot salsa stuff that Gorski made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just ate that on broccoli. And it was not the same, guys. No, it's not the it same. was not the same. Yeah, was, I had a breakfast sandwich today. <sighs> so jealous. Mm-hmm. I didn't Maybe leave the that's house. That's what I was allergic to. It was so hot today. I got up at like six o'clock in the morning and walked Natalie out and I was like, oh, it's nice out. I'll hang outside for a minute. And then from like eight o'clock in the morning on, I just like died like a vampire. Mm. I like closed up the whole house and turned on fans and just hid in the room in the dark. Mm -hmm. And I just hissed at the sun for a while and passed out. That's all you can do. Yeah. It was like 95 degrees today in Felton. It was terrible. It was awful. It's not supposed to happen. You ready for more good news though? Yeah. Good news sounds good. Good news. So for the first time... In soccer history, the U.S. women's and men's national teams now yes. receive equal pay and equal prize money at all World Cups. Yes. Wow, that's good. Yeah, they announced this uh, just last week as a new collective bargaining agreement for the different teams. Uh, and this agreement runs through, <laughs> there, of course, there's a fucking end date mm-hmm. for having equal pay, which is wild as fuck. Yeah, that's insane. But the end date is December 2028. Uh, but that's because they have some new uh, management Mm. There's a change of management at some point that during there. Be, Were they trying to do that because the women always it. did so much better? They're like, yeah, no, we won't pay the women as much because they're good. Yeah, <laughs> they keep sucks. winning all the prize money. <laughs> it's, it's so fucked up. Like it's so the whole, what's happening with women in the world. It's so tragic. So all the women who played in those teams too over all those years, not getting equal play, there was a twenty-four million dollars settlement for them, which is not nearly enough for you know. Yeah. I mean, when we were kids, the U.S. women's soccer team was winning the World Cup. Like a few times, like they're mm-hmm. great. Anyway, the Mia Ham days. Yeah, the Mia Ham days. But anyway, that was some really good good that news that came out news, of the world during our break. There's a bunch of fucked up shit about it, but it's still good news. Of course, there is. I I have some animal news. Yeah, let's hit some. Wait, we need an animal song for you. <laughs> it's different every time, so just play whatever. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play whatever. Here it goes. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so wait for it. I'm assuming there's going to be a drop. Perfect. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Can you guys make some donkey noises? <laughs> Do you know what a donkey noise is called? Uh, a a bay? A no. bray. A bray. A bray. Like, a yeah, bray. like you. Yeah, like me. Anyway, thank you. I'm very, very <laughs> pleased that I asked you to make donkey noises and you both immediately, without blinking, and I did it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, so there is... Don't a they kind of whistle to you like... <laughs> no, those are gophers like Winnie the Pooh has. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Only the working gophers, though. <laughs> so there is a 15-year-old donkey named Wanda who made her debut That's at the... A great me- name. Yeah, named Wanda, who made her debut at the Metropolitan Opera this season, appearing in the company's beloved what? and lavish La Boheme. And um, a she donkey? plays a brief but notable role in that one scene, and she pulls a brightly colored cart full of toys, and uh, one of the like main characters hands out the toys. And she has really big hooves to fill because... Hooves, hooves, <laughs> because her 16th season the role was played by the same donkey sir gabriel who who was adored by cast members and backstage so this isn't the first donkey on broadway no they had a different donkey on broadway but wanda's in her prime she uh donkeys often live to be 30 to 35 years old wow. and wanda has prepared for this moment with a wide variety of roles she has previously been in a petting zoo and one stood outside of a bar to attract customers <laughs> She has also starred in commercials, but what makes a good what makes for a good opera donkey? It's not so different than makes for any good opera star, and it's confidence. So she has a lot of confidence. That's She's good. a very sweet yeah. donkey, and um, and yeah, she, and everybody loves her backstage. And then this is a picture of her. Well, she's a pretty cute donkey. She's all hairy Aww. and like kind of. Wanda. Good for Wanda. Yeah, Wanda the donkey. And this is uh, opera. 
opera, opera, not Broadway. Yeah, mm-hmm. opera. Opera. But I bet you she'll get to Broadway. She'll, she'll probably be in the next opera. Hamilton. So they must get her way <laughs> off stage when she's done. Oh, <laughs> Wanda the donkey. I have some animal news actually too. Okay, something that I learned yeah. about cheetahs. Ooh, tell me. Cheetahs. Uh, it turns out that male cheetahs actually quite literally turn on female cheetahs. Uh, they have a specific bark that uh, hmm. triggers female reproductive systems to release eggs. Uh, this is new research that just came out. Uh, not just came out, but in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, unlike other cat species, female cheetahs ovulate very rarely and at super unusual times. Hmm. Uh, they also lack any type of regular reproductive cycle. So unlike most mammals that have, you know, mm-hmm. their, their monthly cycle thing, that doesn't happen in cheetahs so this vocalization that they've been studying is actually like what they're calling a stutter bark Ooh, hmm. okay. uh it yeah it's a it's a unique single gender only the males have it that is directly associated with reproduction so when the males want to reproduce they bark it ovulates the females and then they do the thing pretty wild yeah it also increases re- Reproductive hormones, estrogen, Mm -hmm. and progesterone Mm -hmm. in the female's feces. That's where they found it. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, going through the poop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess the the more they bark, the more riled up everybody gets. So it's just a whole whole bunch of cheetah barking. Love it. Gets gets everything going. And there's one other piece of news that's, that's... actually totally on brand with the gold bloom thing here mm-hmm. so because jurassic world is coming out soon they set up a website for us where people are noticing uh i didn't know if you guys knew this either but uh the cast for uh jurassic world this year they actually did make real dinosaurs to put in the <laughs> cast to make it as realistic as possible and some of them have escaped so they've set up this dino tracker for us oh. uh, that shows different sightings all around the world uh, and if you click on a different point on the world, I move the map around here. They found a Mosasaurus, it looks like, out here in uh, what ocean is that? Oh, it's right near uh, Kauai in Hawaii. That mm. looks like a turtle. Oh, next to the turtle? Uh, you'll see it in a minute. They have video cams set up so that we can actually look at these things. Uh, people are sending them in on their phones. Uh, I don't know how great this audio is going to come through, but Mosasaurus aggression level high. Well, you can see that thing passing by. Well, the water noise was cool. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, dinotracker.com, you can take a look. Uh, There's some sightings. There's been quite a few. Yeah, uh, some of the dinosaurs, it says aggression level high with a little heart next to it, and that means they're looking for mates. And you can hop on a separate little part of the website there to to pull it off. Looks like there's one in Austria right now, too. But just so you guys know, uh, there's no sightings in California at the moment. We're safe. Okay. Uh, but I'll keep you guys posted if something changes. What's the dating site called? Dinder? Yeah, it's Dinder. That's <laughs> 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 good. I like that. <sighs> That's cool. Yeah. Tinder source Rex. Sorry. I mean, we could do a word of the day, too. We haven't done one of those in quite a while. Let's do it. Although I don't know what I did with my book after all this time. I had some butt news. Oh, let's go butt news. What are we doing? Yeah, butt news, then a little break, maybe? Yeah, that sounds perfect. Hmm. Remember when we talked about how Brazilian butt lifts are killing women? Yeah, that was a while ago, but yeah. Yeah, but, you know, they are. And um, in 2021, there were 61,387 buttock augmentations. uh, I was going to say butt deaths from augmentation. I was like, Jesus. Damn. Yeah, the average price ranges from five thousand to fifteen thousand dollars, and so um, it's still killing people because of the price and it's you know whatever. The price is killing people. <laughs> it's killing people's wallets. No, because poor saying? women want it, uh, and so they get back alley cheaper uh, versions of it. Uh, you know, terrifying. Yeah, or like just 
untrustworthy quote unquote doctors. And yeah, they just do like a quick that. wiki how and they do mm-hmm. it at home themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the thing is, there's a new thing about Brazilian butt lifts and it's called a, re- a recovery house. And it's just these centers solely existing for the purpose of recovering from a Brazilian butt lift surgery. So they really like cushy chairs and stuff? No, you like lay on your tummy a lot, I think. Oh, that makes sense. You know? It's crazy. And there's a whole bunch of them in Miami. See massage ointments on you. Yeah. It's, most of them happen in Miami, and so most of them are in Miami. And uh, like the first two weeks of the after the surgery are supposed to be so painful. But yeah, I thought so. It's that like a was. ten thousand dollar butt lift and thirty grand in the recovery center. Probably. Oh yeah, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there you go. Butt house. Butt house. Yeah, butt house. Butt house. Yeah. A butt house. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> a butt house. Butt house. Yeah. 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 Well, on that note, I guess we'll take a quick yeah, break. Take a, take a shorty. <laughs> We gotta we gotta get some commercials in anyway. It's yeah, been a hot minute. It's been... oh, we gotta Our advertisers it. are not happy with us. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, we'll be right back after this, this. quick message. This, 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 this. quick message. Um, message. Oh, after I see what you're going for. After this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey everybody, we're back. Back. Uh, <laughs> we're back. Back. Back in the day. Back in the day. I've got I'm something. I'm not a kid anymore. For once. All right. And I can't take credit. Perfect. Actually, it wasn't my idea. But I will steal it from said person. Um. So and admit to it openly. So here we are. We know about. Sorry, Brazilian waxes, right? Private part waxing. Yeah. So they do it for men. Brazilians do a lot of stuff to their private areas. Yeah, we were talking about booty stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So there's. Now we're moving to the front side. A bikini area wax for men. What was that? A bikini area area wax. This heat's really getting me. Um, So yeah, they offer Brazilian waxes for men. Um, What's this company called? It's called Ted D B A R E. Ted D. Bear. Ted D. Do you Bear. know that you can, like, men can go get waxed at places where women get waxed? Oh, yeah, yeah, but this place is great. Okay. Like, their fact page, I'll read you just a couple things. Ted D. Bear. Um, so, and these are, like, not real, but, you know, facts. So, <clears throat> first one says, I'm a dude, a real dude. I eat lumber for breakfast. <laughs> I light my cigars with thunder, and I once punched a grizzly bear unconscious. I doubt removing hair will hurt me, but my chest hair has roots the size of turnips and is thicker than most men. What if I stop the session early? Uh, this is a little long, so bear with me. It's two paragraphs, the most I've read in years. <laughs> when you make an appointment with us, you're committing to the pain. If you stop because the pain is too intense, you are still financially responsible for the entire appointment, whether or not we complete the service. Uh, we have to allot the proper amount of time based on your... And seriously, you're a dude. Who can't handle the pain? Too much for you to take? If you really have trepidations about pain, you should not seek assistance of a waxer. You should find someone more kind and soft, understanding with a delicate touch. Like the Easter Bunny, maybe you can get her to wax your vagina too. Rough? Yeah, pretty rough. Pretty rough. Fucking sexist. Mm-hmm. Also yeah. sexist. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Have you guys uh, ever been waxed? No. Uh, only my nose hairs. Oh, we, we waxed Jake's back that one time. Oh, but no. yeah. And I'm waxed. Back. But you haven't been waxed personally? Uh, my leg, I think. Yeah, try it on your crotch. No, thanks. It yeah. is fucking awful. I can't. They offer ear fro waxing, nose stash, uh, weeds, they call them, random inexplic- inexplicable hairs that grow and won't die, uh, anal bleaching, and body bleaching. Huh? Yeah. There's If you go on their website, too, there's like night. 19 different things. And this is a real place. About. It's a real place, yeah. Ted D. Bear. They do women, too, but I think they got popular doing men. I just was imagining, like... I mean, I don't know. 
I would never think of getting waxed. Yeah, because hair is allowed for men, and hair is not allowed for women. And getting waxed fucking hurts. The first time I went, I fainted. I was bleeding everywhere. It was awful. Oh. Did you just... I just... I just died. You just lifted your leg, and a big metal object fell out of your butt. Yeah. Yeah. Is that part of your... You wanted to know what else is in my pocket? Let's see. What else could be in my pocket? Is this your new segment? What's in my pocket? Yeah, we just. I have a note that that. says, I love you. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm going to eat it now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, waxing is awful. So, okay, here's my question. Here's his question. Yeah. What? What? Why? Why what? Like, why wouldn't you just shave? Oh, because it comes back too fast. Because it comes back really fast, and so some waxing people, makes it go away like for a while, for longer. Yeah, but you have to like grow it out more in order for the wax to be able to grab something. Interesting. And Catch so, like, some people prefer waxing because it lasts longer, and sometimes the hair doesn't come back. So then and you probably know what's laser. Laser just like destroys. You look at me. Yeah, <laughs> you, you probably know the guy who's never waxed his crotch in his life. Like hairless. <laughs> but got, he grows hair on his face and like nowhere else. All the rest of his hair is like. I got clear. laser today. It fucking hurts. He would be the a laser great, hurts. Yes, the laser. Tyler's hurts. a great candidate. Like if he has a female daughter one day, she'll have clear body hair. <laughs> it's true. She'll That's be, not necessarily true. But uh, well, I mean, if it's anything like his, look at his body. Like hold your arm up. What if she's not ginger? See, it's clear. You can't see it. Then we'll have to throw away and try again. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, it'll be like the Tupac song. Brenda's got a baby. Laser fucking hurts, too. Does it? Yes. Well, I mean, it's lasers mm-hmm. that just, like, destroy your skin. And so they're doing each follicle at once. Oh, my God. How long does that, that take? Very small You're just laser. in there. You have to take off your clothes. You put on this weird snapping towel and then, you know, spread eagle. And then they fucking the go. The snapping towel sounds interesting, though. <laughs> they, Is it like those things you used to snap on your wrist? You that probably hurts, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whip it just around your whole upper torso. They, like, draw lines in this special, like, it looks like chalk, but it's not chalk. It's like a waxy chalk. They draw a grid all over your legs or your vagina or your armpits or whatever. And then it goes beep, beep, beep every time the laser is working. And it hurts. Wow. So it's like a tattoo, but worse. They use the same lasers for tattoo removal. Oh. Wow. Like where I get laser on my legs, they have to tape up my tattoos. So they're going, like, take out they're going the deep. Yeah. Because they're killing the follicle. Wait, so you've done it. Yeah, many times. Wow. So how long does that take to grow back hair then? Oh, Never, I, it, I haven't it, had certain parts of pubic hair for over a year now. Wow. Yeah. Man. Or like my armpit hair came back in like six months though. Certain patches like you made designs? No, and- I just have like the little, you know, it's called the Playboy. Ah, classic. <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking about this. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It's yeah. been like a month. One and of I my have. friends was talking about how it would be really cool for growers, not showers, if they could do a tattoo on a limp penis that when it was hard, it actually showed like inches. It's on like it. a measurement, like, like a measuring correct. tape. Is anatomically correct, correct, like measurements. So be like, see, it is a grower. <laughs> like one side would be measured with the limp, anatomically correct markings, and the other side would be a growth marking. That's pretty clever. It would hurt a lot, but yeah, it's it funny. Would, I, do you think? That's I mean, a lot of commitment it, for a joke. I don't think it would hurt. Getting a tattoo right here or on your dick? I don't. On the dick. Oh, that would hurt. You think? Yes. Yeah. I mean, You want to try it? We could try it on the you. The tip, see. I think, would hurt, but I don't think the shaft would hurt. That no, I think no, it would, it would still fucking hurt. hurt. You think? There's yes. nothing there but like soft, fleshy. Because I feel like I could whack my dick like against a table and it wouldn't hurt. I think you have dick problems. <laughs> well, I mean, like the guys in Jackass, too. They put their dick between pet plexiglass, and they're totally fine. That, like, didn't hurt them. Well, yeah, but I think like puncturing it stuntmen. is different, too. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not deep, though. Have you ever seen somebody, like, this is gross, where pierce their dick? Like the Prince Alberts? Yeah, no. or a Jacob's I've Ladder. Never wa- I've never, like, watched it What is a Jacob's Ladder? It's a bunch of piercings up the shaft. Oh, oh like a Jacob's Ladder. ladder. Mm. Yeah. I used to have one of those when I was a kid. The, the toy, not the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it was shaped that way. <laughs> like, I've seen it. I've seen it in Brenda real has life. a Jacob's Ladder. Oh, my God. At her, at her house. You would you would die. It's so, The little it's guy. Like you drop from the top and it goes... Down to the bottom. Yeah, it's similar. Yeah, it's a Jacob's Ladder. Yeah, it's a different style. I was going to say Yosemite Sam. It's Uncle Sam. Yeah, they're similar, too. Oh, I'm going to take also... 
listeners, we're, uh, I don't know how we're going to do this. However, email, is that how people get a hold of us? Yeah, they can email, they can, they can Facebook, they can email. Carrier, they can, carrier pigeons, I think, work good. Yeah, pigeons work. Um, so Brenda has blocks at her house above the living room where the TV is. And oh, they, yeah. like, we, they change them to sit. Right now it says, make Love America Hard. Or something like that. Yeah, she didn't mean for it to say Love America Hard. She just meant for it to say Love Hard. But then one of the bricks is just symbols. So she put an American flag. So when you read it across, you know, mm-hmm. like you read something from... from Mm-hmm. left to right mm-hmm. yeah it just looks like it says love america hard and we're like wow mom <laughs> yeah it says something something love and then there's like the american symbol hard and my buddy zach was like it's really patriotic in this house and i was like i never even thought about it but i'm taking requests for what i should make the block say while they're gone and then you're the all house. over the place we were talking about genital pain and yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking yeah. About the block. but this needs to be said because brenda came up uh, <laughs> okay. She also said I was a better son because I gave her the Woman of the Year award on that podcast. Just so you know. Yeah, you also gave her a better gift, but then she called me to have me pay half for your Mother's Day gift. Can we delete yeah. she talking bad. about my pubic nope. hair? No it's way. In there forever it's on now. there. Yep, it's it's in stone. This is a non-edit episode. Um. So yeah. So anybody, let me know. I have about fifteen to twenty blocks with a lot of letters on them. So just you know, short, catchy. You can God Instagram or Facebook us. Otherwise, I check the email at feet.jeffgoldblumpodcast at gmail.com. You can feel free to send. <laughs> uh, you have exactly 17 letters uh, to use. And they have till next Monday or Tuesday. All right. There's Austin's game for you. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't want yourself. live, laugh, love, or I love farts? or. Um, I mean, we can do better than that. I could do that on my own. I'm looking for some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Something that Brenda won't know. Like something for a month. Brenda, like even like, you know, like Urban Dictionary esque that she'd have to look up. Like, what does that even mean? Then she'll look it up and be like, oh my God. <laughs> well, did you know? Brenda. I'll tell her Tyler did it. Just put it like <laughs> Bukaki. You know? No, she probably knows about that. Do you think so? I don't know. I mean, it's come up in conversation at the house before. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> It's got to be clever. That's what I'm saying. She's heard it all. She, all right. lis- she listens to this. I mean, oh, I man, speak. Can you please delete my pubic hair? No, it was super informative. You had that done. <laughs> <laughs> this is super. Yeah, we don't know how to. We don't know how to undo yeah. something like yeah. that. You do not want to see Tyler with a laser. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I got another segment for you. If you're ready, mm-hmm, yeah. It's not really a segment. It's just something funny that I found. I can put music to it if you want it to feel like a segment. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever it is. Here we go, guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, in, the, in the late 1970s, the U.S. government deregulated the airline industry. They removed all federal control over how much you charge, over what the routes and the entries are, and any new airlines that enter the market. Like, completely deregulated. So the 1980s was a heyday for just new airlines popping up all the time. And uh, I have here a few of the greatest hits from the 1980s unusual airlines. Oh, like, uh, whatever, like... uh this airway that yeah airway, like like, yeah. like uh like southwest yeah but in this case number one on our list is pet airways oh nice uh it was started in florida it was an airline exclusively dedicated to pets or passengers as they called them <laughs> Aww. uh they flew without their owners in the main cabin of a specially adapted aircraft aircraft which had seats without their, without their owners this was a this was a pet only airline so the so say i was out visiting and i wanted to send my dog to you i would use pet airlines their seats were transformed into carriers so the dogs and cats could be put into little carriers and strapped into this airline and sent uh they had 50 pets approximately on each with uh, pet attendants that would check on them every 15 minutes. They were given a pre-flight walk and a bathroom break uh, in a specially designed airport lounge for dogs and that cats. That would do so well now. Because mm-hmm. what they do to dogs and cats or whatever you have now, children, um, children. <laughs> they basically like, put them in a cage. <laughs> mail them the children? <laughs> I mean, if your kid's bad, you know, like I would be sent that way. <laughs> Um, and then when your dog pet, depending on where you go, most of the time they have to be in prison for two weeks, like quarantine for two weeks, and then you can get your pet. Really? Yeah. 
I didn't know that. That's yeah. gnarly. Yeah. What about um, emotional support animals? Those can go on planes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you just go on Amazon and buy yourself a service dog vest, they can't question you. Yeah. I mean, they have very specific questions. Yeah, it's a whole thing. They also, thing. like, I don't think big... I don't know. I don't think big dogs can go on planes. Yes, they can, they can? because okay. you can have fucking horses on planes. Yes. Yeah, like oh. ponies and shit. Wow. Okay. So yeah. I need to get Isaac a service dog. Vest yep. And he can. He'll, he'll do really good on a plane. It's. It also is airline dependent. There's yeah. limitations. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear the next one. So yeah, that airline ceased to operate uh, after about two years. They ferried about nine thousand pets though in that time that they're operating. They're in a financial trouble. It's uh, not a lot of flights at fifty pets a flight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they had a Hooters flight for a little bit in the 80s. Uh, actually, in the early 2000s <laughs> would not for fly this these one. Days, probably would not fly, literally. Uh, so, the main difference <laughs> on this one, instead of having, you know, a flight attendant, you had Hooters girls in their Hooters girl attires mm-hmm. that were, yeah, that you can assume the clientele mm-hmm. uh, that got that one. Uh, they had budget pricing as well. They're family friendly, as mostly golfers and tourists and some families. Family friendly? <laughs> Uh, it says it's a family-friendly flight. It is. It's a family restaurant, apparently. Uh, it was the fuel rise that made them shut down. Uh, then they had the Lord's Airline. The Lord's Isla- Airline was a Bible and Torah in-flight magazine instead of the regular in-flight magazine. They only showed religious movies, and there's strictly no alcohol on board. Wow. Uh, they were financed mostly by missionary work. Uh, so it didn't last long. <laughs> no. It was a New Jersey businessman uh, in 1985 who purchased an, what, one f- plane to run his very special uh, three weekly flights from Miami to Israel. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, they didn't modify the plane well enough and uh, they got shut down. Then there was Smokers Express and Smint Air, uh, specifically for smoking airlines. Uh, so they, uh, they offered steaks, burgers, and free cigarettes on board those flights. Wow. Yeah. yeah. The, the airline, even a year after they announced though, had no license, no plane and had 5,000 members. Uh, they were denied a smoker's license to operate and they disappeared in a puff before making ever one single flight. Smint air. MGM Grand also had a flight in 1987 uh, it could only take 33 passengers at a time. No queues, no check-ins, no waiting for luggage. Uh, they would just uh, do extreme luxury, special lounge-style seating and concierge service for the MGM Grand planes. Nice. Uh, but they struggled to fill up their seats because their prices were insane. I'm waiting for, like, uh, AMC to have an airline where they have just a big screen at the front of the plane. They just, I'm like, play a movie. I'm waiting for Sci-Fi Channel to have an airline. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they all should, right? Yeah. You yeah. should You should just have, you could have, like, airplane the airline, too, where the cast just sits in all the seats around you, and they just pretend to crash the whole time. Yeah. It's, it could be really fun. Yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, that's all they list. Uh, I guess I guess there's a bazillion options for uh, airlines, but the majority of them failed. The best one, sadly enough, uh, was the Hooters plane. That lasted the longest out of all of them. Nice. Sustainable. Like, you know, I think it'll be really good for the family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, well, guys, you know what time it is. Bedtime? Um, it's bedtime. Yeah, it's 6.45. It's bedtime. Oh, it's... Uh, Everyone's were, favorite segment. Kinder, oh, it's Kinder News is actually really bad today. Yeah. Did something bad happen? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You guys yeah. have to tell me about it. A bunch of kids got shot on a bus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's not what I was going to talk about. 18-year-old in Texas mm-hmm. shot up a bus. Mm-hmm. In Texas. Whoa. And the NRA and the NRA, uh, Trump and Ted Cruz are going to Texas to have a pro life conference. Cute. Meaning like pro gun. Yeah. That's adorable. Yeah. To protect our freedom. Oh my God. Well, I wasn't going to talk about that at all. Well, let's change gears. What were you going to talk about? Uh, first off, Barbie's back. Yeah. They're making a movie. Greta Gerwig. Barbie's making a movie. Greta Gerwig is making a movie about Barbie. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Isn't there already a Barbie life movie? Yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I'm a Barbie girl, the movie. 
No, there was the one. At the dream house? There was well, the one Tyra with Banks uh, Tyra plays Banks. Bar- yeah. Plays a Barbie yeah. in a movie. But that's different. That's like a Barbie comes to life. I think Greta Gerwig will probably have like a feminist twist about this Barbie movie. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So Mattel, the toy company, is uh, still going strong. They made a new Barbie for the Queen of England. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also have made ongoing efforts as part of their new release for June, coming up soon, for the diversity Barbie dolls. Mm-hmm. So there's a Barbie with hearing aids um there's gonna be a, a ken doll that has not alopecia um vitiligo with the one Woody, Winnie harlow has yeah and then uh they're gonna have a barbie with a prosthetic leg uh-huh. uh they're supposedly that's gonna be a tough one announcing 175 new dolls in total oh, all with okay. different uh, things over the course like, of this next year. Are they going to all have things, but they're going to still all be thin and white? Yes, that's the one thing that Mattel promised was that they'd still be uh, 36, 24, 36, no matter what. <laughs> well, that's that's not... It's not 36, 24, 36. Whatever it is. 30, yeah, 42, like <laughs> 42, 21. Yeah, I think that was from a rap line. 28. Yeah, yeah nice I think... Nice reference, though. That mm-hmm. must have been, yeah, Big Butts, maybe. No, it's a different thing. Yeah, no, I think uh, Big Butts does have... Uh, no, but like that. oh yeah, big but mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. also the the thirty six twenty four thirty five. Yeah, Mattel wants to let you know that you could have all sorts of other ailments as long as you're still thin as a rail and, and absolutely racked and, and stacked and white and white. Yeah, so they're not gonna make like diversity line is gonna be all white Barbie. No, yeah. they're, they're gonna have some <laughs> some some. Uh, Southeast Asian, Indian, Black. They're doing mm-hmm. that. They're well, all still they the exact have same any Barbie larger build. Body? No. Not yet, at least. It's a waste of plastic in there. Oh, my God. Plastic's getting expensive. Mattel can't afford that shit. It's fucked up. They haven't ever, have they? Ever? I have never seen a big Barbie. I mean, there was the My Size Barbie, but that's just a bigger version of the exact same body type. Yeah, it's still a very thin Barbie. So we need to, like, uh, start campaigning for, like, a Lizzo Barbie. Yeah, we need to do a big girls with a Z on the end, mm-hmm. like rude girls, or what's that? What's those? Brats. Big brats. Girls. Brats oh. with a Z. That's but what brats, I'm thinking. How do I know no, that right off the top of my head? Brats are fucked up, too. Yeah, they're... They, they're not They're not big. They're very tiny. It's like a stick heads. with a giant yeah. head. Well, and they're like... It's they're, like an orange on a toothpick. And, and they're like, uh, they're like, I thought they're like conniving thieves and rappers and things. Brats? Yeah. yeah. I thought they're all bad dolls. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm they like all try to that. sleep with your dad or something. Like that's not a whole line of dolls. Yeah. I was really, I was waiting a long time too for SNL's Gangster Bitch Barbie to come. Oh my god, that was literally the best. Yeah, Oscar I can't believe you're talking. You're not talking about SNL and what happened. Ad Bryant, Pete Davidson, Kate McKinnon, and Kyle Mooney—they all um, retired. I did not know that either. They all retired. Like, well, the season just ended, right? Yeah, and that was. The They're not coming episode. back. They're not coming back. What the hell are they going to do with their lives? I know Pete, like, bought a boat in a hotel. Well, also, yeah. <laughs> nice way to retire. Yeah. And he's dating Kim Kardashian. And he's dating her Kardashian, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. AD had her own show, and she's doing other stuff, and then Kate will be fine. Yeah. And then Kyle Mooney, I don't know. I think he's just giving up. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> I tried. No, he's really funny. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's great. But if he's not on SNL. They're all retiring. Yeah. Wow. Was it? I mean, they're retiring from SNL. They're not yes. retiring from. They're retiring yeah. from SNL. Yeah. Wild. They're moving on to New Kids on the Block. <laughs> Two. Great. Yeah. Yeah, I did not know that at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not caught up on my SNL news. I mean, yeah. We're still in Kinder News. I got okay. one more Kinder News Carry thing. On. Um, this one's about Chuck E. Cheese. This is something I didn't know. So Chuck E. Cheese, Chuck E. Cheese's head Mm -hmm. is a registered trademark Mm -hmm. of Chuck E. Cheese. Mm -hmm. So when uh, they close a Chuck E. Cheese establishment, they have to destroy the head of the Chuck E. Cheese on both the sign (laughs) and the and the robot doll. Like until the point that it is no longer recognizable as Chuck E. Cheese in order to officially close the restaurant. And it's an actual process in their contract that's called de-identification. Wow. That's so, like when a zombie apocalypse takes over. Yeah. So yeah. basically, if, if the Chuck E. Cheese is going to become a target, then the employees have to go in there and decapitate and destroy yes. Chuck E.'s head so he doesn't come back. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Otherwise, he'll haunt the target forever. 
The okay. only restaurant where rats are praised. Right. I have a crazy yeah. decapitation story. Oh, Jesus. So we can do it Is next it also time. on SNL? No, it's not funny. It's just crazy. Hey. But we can do it next time. Okay. That was just the teaser. Great. Next episode, all about decapitation. No. Get your notes ready. We'll finish on a moment. We'll do a moment of Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, before we do our moment of just, I just want to say, Austin, it's really good to have you back. Mm-hmm. It's really good to be back. Yeah. Hey, everybody out there. Uh, thank you to uh, August, uh, Bailey's child, who uh, sent Austin some really beautiful fan art as it's a as a get well room. soon. It's, it's up in my room. Yeah, yeah we nice. we printed it, we framed it. It's uh, it's with Austin now. Uh, if you want to send more fan art in, uh, he's still in a neck brace and still recovering. Yeah. All the fan art's I'll going put it to him. Right up next to my Bedard duck art that I have. We're gonna there. auction it off at the end of the month to uh, help pay uh, any medical bills Austin has. Yeah. So I, send it in to uh, feet dot Jeff Goldman podcast. It's somewhere around fifty five thousand dollars. Yeah. So we'll get there. It's just about 10 pieces of really good art. Yeah. <laughs> we'll auction it off. Yeah. And with that, uh, here's a moment of Jeff for you guys. This is uh, Jeff being given random objects, uh, gadgets. Is it okay that that number was based on like my before insurance? Oh, yeah. No, you should. we should turn a profit on this if we can. All right, here we go. Why get hurt if you're not going to make some money? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name is Jeff Goldblum, J-E-F-F-G-O-L-D-B-L-U-M. I'm a guest correspondent for Wired, and I'm going to be reviewing and testing some travel gadgets. I'm being handed. I don't like it already, but it's plasticky. Oh, what the heck is this? This looks like an... You know, something requiring an embouchure. You know, that's like that's that's Christmas. So this thing releases. <laughs> Hell is going on here. World. What is this? Oh, it's a tiny vacuum. Oh my god, that's funny. Here's my feeling. Uh, Colby. You couldn't be more wrong, in my humble opinion. You say it's terrible to suck up anything. It's fantastic. At least if it's sprinkles on a plate. Uh- <laughs> that's that's enough of Jeff. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, this has been, I, I think, episode 12, 11 or 12 of season two. We took a long hiatus, but we are back uh, on season two. Episode 12? I believe. Maybe we're on 11. Maybe we're on 11. Who knows at this point? We took such a long break. It's uh, we'll, we'll go with episode. We'll, hey, I'm back too. Yeah, Janine's back we'll too. It's it true. A, we've all technically we've we'll all call been it gone. Episode question mark. Yeah, this one is uh, the prodigal son returns. Episode question mark. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been featuring Jeff Goldblum. Or did you want to do your? Did you want to do your song? Your exit song. Um. No, he's a changed man. Wow. I have to come up with a new one, I think, now. Fair enough. Yeah. No, okay, I've got it. <laughs> yeah, I've got it. Well, let me see here. I think I've got it right. You've only got so much time. Here. Oh, we've got all the time in the day. This has been... Uh, um, kind of my song as of late. I thought you were going to say this has been featuring Jeff Goldblum and give me an edit point, but you're just... Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Is <laughs> you sit at home alone in your neck brace. <laughs> Oh, my girlfriend's working. I'm just sitting there in bed, like, <sighs> can't drive. No is the saddest experience you'll ever know. Yes, it's the saddest experience you ever know. The song that's going to be uh, taking over after that, though. It's not a DJ set. Um, we're just, we're, go, we're going bye-bye. Yeah, no, we're going bye. Is, uh, Good night, I'll everybody. Just, I'll leave him with this. It's going to be another Ambrosia song. Oh, that's another teaser. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay, good night, everybody. It's going to be, oh, I see what you're saying. It's going it. to be another next yeah. week. Yeah. 
All right. Until next time, guys. Uh, thank you so much for everything. Thank Avita's, you for all your support. Avita Sen and Aardvark. We're happy to Avita be Sen. back. Aardvark, everybody. Yeah, Aardvark. <laughs> <laughs> Aardvark. Oh, man. All right. Are we done? Praise mm-hmm. Goldblum. Mm-hmm.